Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with the WBR Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. Uh, Tyler has started doing these in videos uh, on YouTube and probably going to be on Rumble, too, because YouTube is, uh, well, they're banning everybody. YouTube's banned. If you dare say anything that they consider to be out of line about this uh, pandemic or about these uh, uh, vaccines, which are just horrible. Look at the results. I'll t- i got to talk about this more in a moment. What's happening in Israel, I mean, Israel and Australia? Unbelievable. And then Jen Psaki comes out today. I just, I just can't even, uh, you know, she's asked at a press conference today about, uh, talking about the uh, White House spokesperson. She's asked today at a press conference about these 80-something thousand healthcare professionals, right? The best of us last year, remember? There were like ticker tape parades for them. They were heroes. They are heroes. And Saki today, Jin Saki today is asking about, oh, yeah, yeah, well, they, about them being fired. Yeah, well, that happened. You know, that's, uh, they, they had a choice and they, and they lost their job. Yeah, that happened. Next question. Just a cold, the cold, just a cold fish. Evil, right? This is, this is fascist. We're seeing real fascist right in front of us. At, actual fascist in America in the Biden administration, and plenty in the Trump one too, right in fucking front of our eyes, folks. They, they don't care about anyone. It's about power. People are disposable to them. It's always been the case with the left, right? But they're in power because the permanent ruling class, right? That's who runs things now. That's why the election was rigged. This is... Uh, you know, uh, this is, uh, look, I don't want to get too, too far off topic here, but these are the people that we have to deal with. And just to remind them, if they've read their history, if they know their history, fascists lose in the end. Fascism always loses in the end. And when it loses, and it will this time, again, we're going to have, uh, we have, we have long memories. We being regular human beings that actually do care about other people. Right? Patriotic Americans, whatever, all over the world though. Just actual human beings. Because they've identified who they are. They, we know who they are. They're, they're, they're proudly endorsing these fascist policies. If they cared about People's Health, folks, is Columbia Health today. I tweeted this out earlier. Columbia Health uh, put out an article this this month or last month that 18% of Americans, roughly 18% of Americans, die every year because of obesity. 18% of Americans die every year because of obesity. That seems like a high number to me, but I didn't write it. That's uh, Columbia Health. But oh, sorry, of eighteen. Sorry, it's not quite right. Eighteen percent between uh, the ages of. I got it right here. Get it right, Kip. Uh, I want to be early and I want to be right. Eighteen percent of Americans between eight forty to eighty-five each year die to obesity. More than ten million Americans every every year. So if Biden and his non-science regimes at the National Institutes of Health, at the FDA and CDC, if they're actually concerned about the health of Americans, forced vaccinations and mandates, all this firings, this would not be job one. This would not be what they're focused on. 
This is never about a virus. This is about control. It's about power. And, you know, it's just incredible also. I, I just have to, one more point I got to make. What happened? This news, unvaccinated students now in some schools are being told to wear different color wristbands so they can be identified. My question is if you're Jewish, I'm not, if you're Jewish, how are you not screaming about this at the top of your lungs? This is exactly what happened in Hitler's Nazi Germany, right? If you were, uh, I've, got the, I've got the news, the headline here, the actual article from 1941, September, September 1st, 1941. I'm sorry, I'm laughing at something else that's playing in the background of my screen here. Um, Stephen Colbert doing this dystopian uh, dance uh, for, uh, in support of vaccines. It's just, you just can't believe. I mean, this guy used to be somebody, you know. He, he was clever, he was smart, he was balanced pretty much. And now he's just a complete sellout like all of these uh, assholes are. Uh, and again, this is the guy that's not thinking things through very clearly because what's his career? What are all these careers going to look like on the backside when they lose? And they will lose. You know, the article, September 1st, 1941, quote, The Reich Minister of the Interior decreed that all Jews over the age of six in the German Reich are required to wear a yellow star of David on their outer clothing in public at all times. And now kids are being required, if you're unvaccinated, to wear a, a wristband to, to notify others that you are the, among the unwashed. You're the dirty, right? You're the, you're the guilty. Look at, you imagine, I mean, we don't have kids anymore that they're young kids. You imagine the conversations that have to happen between families that, that, that have decided, no, for whatever reason, we, you know, it's for, for health medical reasons or for religious reasons or just, you know what, we don't like being told to do reasons. We're not going to be forced to get this vaccine, and to have to explain it to your kid, your young kids. Why they're being ridiculed, laughed at at school, second class citizens. I mean, I don't, what I don't really understand is how so many people are being so quiet about this. I'm talking primarily here about people in a position of power. This should be, this should be uh, issue number one every day. If you're a Republican and you're not talking about this, you, won't, you will not get my vote. And you won't get the vote of a whole lot of them because, folks, there are a lot of us that feel this way. I, I know everyone listening to this study feels this way. But we are in, this is happening in Biden's America. And you bet it started in Trump's America. It absolutely started in Trump's America because guess what? If Hillary had won, none of this could have happened. Think it through. If Hillary had won, and tried to institute nationwide lockdowns like Trump did, 15 days slow to spread, remember? If Hillary tried, and that, 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 that gave them the power to just keep doing it, right? That started with Trump. That started with Trump. Nobody has more power than the president. But if Hillary tried to do that, what would people like me and you, what would we have done? You know, it'd be the big double middle finger, right? It'd be the power blast, right? Double barrel. <laughs> Cindy, uh, of course, my wife of 33 years, just got had our 33rd anniversary. Never had a fight. She just, uh, 
she she uh, she has a a road rage problem, and she tends to go double barrel on people uh, fairly quickly, um, and um, that's exactly what we're going to be doing to a whole lot of fascists here pretty soon uh, when uh, when they lose this. Uh, but again, the, the signs are troubling. Why more leaders? We have some. Why more leaders aren't speaking up? Again, uh, the governor of, uh, of Florida, Ron DeSantos, has been fantastic. Uh, Greg Abbott, yeah. I mean, this is Texas, folks. You know, he, he should be, wheels should be out in front every day, you know, uh, speaking just as loudly, if not louder, than DeSantis is. Then he just hasn't done it. But again, we would have double-barreled Hillary Clinton if she tried to lock us down. They couldn't have launched coronavirus in America, probably anywhere, really, because Trump spoke for so many around the world. They get through. This was a pandemic. Trump was part of it. I'm not saying it was on purpose. I don't believe he was at all. Huge Trump fan, obviously. But it just makes you realize that our elections have probably been rigged and fixed for a very long time. And then Trump, they couldn't get Trump, let Trump get reelected because he wouldn't have stood for this, right? The things that Biden doing now, the, the true move to fascism, obviously Trump wouldn't have stood for it. So it had to happen the way it happened. Trump had to be Hillary and Biden had to be Trump. This is how they drew it up. This is, this is the playbook. Okay, let's move on here. Uh, I, I do want to talk about real quick what's happening in Israel uh, and um, Dr. Fauci. <clears throat> Fauci is fraud was on CNBC and uh, was asked a very good question, direct, direct and hard-hitting by Becky Quick. I think it was Becky Quick. No, the, the other I, can't, I don't want to show anymore, so I forgot the names. Was asked, how is it exactly, Dr. Fauci, that um, Israel is one of the most vaccinated countries on the planet? I mean, it's like 80%. But they've got record cases and hospitalizations and deaths. Are still, what's going on here? How is this possible? Help us make sense because we're on the same track, U.S. And he comes back with, yes, that's, that's right. That's what happens because, you know, if everybody gets vaccinated, we have breakthrough cases and that's what happens. What? That's gaslighting, folks. Because we were never told that get your vaccines and then you're going to get coronavirus and you're going to wind up in the hospital. No, we were never told that, obviously. This guy is a fraud. And uh, has been for a long time. And finally, on this topic, you know, we saw, if you saw what happened in, in Australia, oh my God. I mean, this is the, this is the guy on video. The guy runs Victoria, uh, some uh, health, the health department, whatever they call him down there in Victoria State. The most densely populated state in Australia, by the way, Southern Australia, uh, Victoria. 95% of those in the hospital have been vaccinated. 95% in the, in the hospital have been vaccinated. 95%. We don't keep that data here, in case you're wondering what's happening in the U.S. On May the 1st, the CDC decided they're no longer going to track this data. May 1st this year. Now we know why. We don't have the data. Can't tell. We'd love to tell you don't have it. I keep it. What is the number? Well, I, like I told you not long ago, when my uh, attorney uh, came down with coronavirus, and both her and her husband both fully vaccinated, he's also an attorney, 
They came down with it. Both went up in the hospital. He was in intensive care. She demanded ivermectin. She was out in a day. He didn't demand it. He went to intensive care. Then they finally got an army of attorneys on it. They forced uh, uh, a Memorial Hermann uh, here in Houston did not want to give him, would not give him ivermectin. They had to go through legal channels to demand it. Or she believes he'd be dead. But they got to know the people on the floor there. And um, she said, Kip, it's got to be at least at least half the people there had, had been fully vaccinated. At least half. I'm talking to the family members there. Finally, LeBron James. LeBron James <clears throat> announces today that yes, he has in fact been vaccinated. And, but he's not going to tell others to do it because it's not his place. So my reply to that is, because there have been so many basketball players that said, we're just not going to do it. And they give the reasons or fantastic reasons. Like one is, I've got natural immunity. I I had coronavirus. Like me, I had coronavirus, he says. Um, And he's so so well-spoken, so articulate, such a smart young man. And he goes through the reasons why he just doesn't, he really doesn't need to get it. You know, there's just not a reason for him to get it, the, the vaccine. And so many others, he speaks for so many others. Of course, nobody in our government speaks like that. Uh, nobody just says the truth, um, and which is why it's impossible to trust them. You know, when they won't tell you the truth about something, where else are they hiding, right? So we all know this. So the thing about LeBron is, <clears throat> I am absolutely certain that LeBron James has a piece of paper that says he's been vaccinated on it. I'm absolutely certain that that's the case. Do I think he's been vaccinated? Not a chance in hell. Not a chance in hell. And I'm going to tell you why. We happen to have a uh, very good friend of ours, and I'm not going to say much more. Um, I just don't ever want to get somebody in trouble that's a source of mine or a contact or a friend of mine. But he's a black man. He's very successful. And has told me a long time ago there was no chance he was ever going to get the vaccine. Just not going to do it. He's and his family. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Too many bad things have happened in the black community for trusting medical doctors in this country. He said, we're going to keep our distance. We're going to be smart. We're going to take our vitamins, do all these things. We're not going to be vaccinated. And then one more person. And this is, uh, I have to be very careful how I say this. He is uh, also highly successful. He's black, young black man. I'm going to leave it at that. Except I will say he's an athlete. He's an athlete, and um, he's well-known. I'm not going to say the sport, but he has a piece of paper that says he has been vaccinated. He has not been vaccinated. This leads me to believe that that is the case in many, 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 many millions of cases. The elites that have the ability, have the contacts, get a piece of paper, says they're vaccinated so they can live their life. And now think about this, right? This is how, how perfect is this? All these people getting breakthrough cases, right? So if if someone that has got a piece of paper that says they're vaccinated, but they're not really vaccinated, what, what great cover? Because now if they get, if they get coronavirus, all they got to say is a breakthrough case, right? Just like everybody else, just like everybody else. Of course I had the vaccine. Now I've got a breakthrough case, just like everybody else. 
So you probably all thought this through, folks, but I'm just telling you, these are some personal situations that I happen to know about. And uh, this whole thing's a scam. This this whole thing is just a, a complete a complete scam. All right, let's talk about the markets today. Dow Jones up 90 points today. Gave up a lot of its gains today, intraday. Uh, again, yesterday was hideous. Tyler got into it yesterday. We see this as a, a repeating pattern. And this is the playbook that we've known really well, right, for the last 18 months or so. Um, anytime D.C. has a problem getting new stimulus passed, right, getting new, new money into the system passed, this kind of thing happens. This kind of thing, the market's going to some turmoil. And then that, that, that gets all their attention. They get together because they've all got money in the markets. They're wealthy. They're probably day trading. We, we know they are. They day trade their own portfolio. You know, that's, that's how they become so wealthy. Inside information, they can't be charged for it. So if the markets go down, right, this rig game that it is, that forces them to kind of get together, you know. And, and sure enough, you know, we learned today that uh, uh, they're, they're almost certainly going to pass some kind of continuing resolution on the debt limit because there's no way we're ever going to default on even a penny of our debt payments. It's just not going to happen. Not saying one of these days we might not default on our debt. We won't. No, we won't do this. We'll just print more money. You never default. They just print more money. It's just hyperinflation away out of it. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh, and, 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 and also there are all kind of other uh, contrived things that Pelosi and Schumer are doing to try to hold their coalition together. Don't know how they're going to get the $5 trillion they want. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. But the point being, yesterday's sell-off uh, was probably meant to do that because we've had, again, that's been the playbook. That's been the repeating pattern back through coronavirus insanity. As Tyler covered yesterday, more and more turmoil happens in the markets. Then they get together. They get serious. They get deals passed, right? More money's passed. So, uh, again, we're using pullbacks as buying opportunities. We still believe last Monday was a selling climax. That's how we're treating it here. And we think there's some very interesting opportunities. Also, you're starting to see a lot of things get uh, to interesting oversold levels, like the utilities. We think bonds are uh, 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 getting very overbought. The yields are getting very over, overbought, I should say. Um, and that the, the sell-off in bonds is probably overdone. And that's typically been a buy signal uh, for tech and for, for growth. We're not seeing that so far today, though. Uh, tech was strong today. It wound up down 34 on the NASDAQ. Uh, SP 500, quiet. Again, gave up its gains. Only finished up uh, six points today. Uh, VIX is still elevated at 22.5. And the tenure now is at 1.54% off the highs of the day by, by just a bit. Um, and uh, let me see. I don't want to miss anything, but I, I know I spent a lot of time on coronavirus insanity today. Uh, you know what? The economy's uh, Evercore, such great work. They do such great work. Ed Hyman and the team there, Rich Ross, just the best. They're the best. Um, we follow them religiously, and uh, we got a, a great client of ours that that, that feeds us their information. And uh, he's uh, he's like, Kip, don't say my name. I, w I wouldn't do that to you, brother. Uh, but he gives us great stuff, and it, it, we don't call it plagiarism or theft in our business. We call it research. So we get to share this stuff and, and kind of steal it. Although I'm giving him complete credit. Uh, again, Ed Hyman and Rich Ross at Evercore. Economy is doing better than expected. They're, they're a trucking survey, and they are the gold standard of trucking surveys. Trucking survey came out essentially at an all-time high, right? And that means stuff's getting moved. And that is one of the best leading economic indicators. We look at trucking, transportation, transportation, housing, or in the VR investing system, our top two leading economic indicators. And, and for Evercore, it is trucking. 
So uh, we're in agreement there, and that's great to see. Um, they're also looking for a very strong jobs report, which is uh, this Friday, by the way. They're looking for 600,000 jobs to be created. And they're also making the obvious point that we think is obvious anyway. Home Housing will continue to lead. Housing is more important to the economy than anything else. It's more important to corporate earnings than anything else. And it's also a great discounting mechanism and leading economic indicator. It's all of it. And the case share housing index just came out uh, now at a 20 plus, uh, 20% price growth, right? Uh, the, the housing index, price, price index is up 20% year over year. That's, that's pretty remarkable. Uh, new house prices uh, are growing, uh, uh, consistently growing. You're looking at one, two, three percent growth a month, and uh, and of course home building, uh, they you know they're, they they can't keep up. You know a lot of this demand is just supply issues, of course, and lumber and stuff, and uh, these these uh, supply constraints. But uh, that's getting resolved. And again, housing is very strong. So their view is the market keeps going higher. Rich Ross still has a target of five thousand on the S P five hundred by year end, and that's a good fifteen percent higher from here. Uh, we would certainly take that because that means other stocks that we follow can be a lot more than that. That's S- that's S P five hundred. Uh, we think small caps and growth stocks are going to do even better in the year end. And um, folks, that's it for the day. Oh, internals. Look, I'll just cover it quickly. Internals were mixed today. Uh, uh, not much to really say. They were so ugly yesterday. We'd like to see better today. But remember, we're in the worst 30-day period of the markets, right? We're still in that. The September-October time frame is not good historically, seasonally speaking. A lot of crashes take place, et cetera. A lot of, a lot of nervousness out there. Um, and uh, it's always been the case, really, hasn't it? Um, especially of late. But um, the other thing is we're about to enter the best seven-month period for the markets, right? That's coming up when we get to this uh, kind of uh, uh, second week of October kind of, kind of time frame. And then, uh, then we're looking at seven months of uh, where 93% of all stock market games uh, take place, seasonally speaking, going back about 70 years. So we might have a little more of this kind of back and forth. We do think the lows are in. But again, we're, we're now using pullbacks as buying opportunities. Folks, again, hope you had a great day. Uh, always appreciate you joining. Oh, Commodity Watch, very quiet in commodities. I'm just going to say uh, commodities were essentially down across the board today. Don't see a lot of signs of growth there, do we? I'm going to wrap this up, though, folks. Again, hope you had a great day. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.